This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, DMX is everybody's lovable drunk uncle, a black hair company takes an open-air shit on black women, and stop asking for hugs. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Okay. Hey. Time for the show. Time for the show. It's time for the show. What's up, yo? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How's you doing? I is doing good. Okay, why is we talking like this? I don't know. It got weird real fast. Welcome <laughs> to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two, two womanist race nerds talking, talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, wow. That was a long that was, one. That was a long am. Yeah, I'm feeling really, really good lately, so. Good. Uh, That's what that was. Good for you. About. I like caffeine, so I'm feeling great too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this episode is our Spot of Tea episode, and those are the episodes that are um, they're the same length, but just less edits. We don't do as many segments. Yep. Um, that's how we're able to keep the show weekly. That's right. Because this shit's mad work. It's mad work. It's just fucking us. Yep. And um, well, we, we have to... Bonfire Radio helping us with engineering. We do, yo. Because we don't know shit about that. That's not our thing. At all. No. That's <laughs> not, not why we got into the game. Oh. Um, yeah. So we're at Bonfire Radio recording. Peace to conscious. Yes, Thank you. Thank you for being on the boards. We appreciate you. Yep um what else so spotted tea episode what kind of tea are you drinking today i am drinking chai tea delicious yes my, one of my faves mm-hmm. yes. i enjoy chai as well my period is coming so i'm having peppermint tea it's supposed yeah, to be good for that it's good for that good for it that is. good for that um if you guys want to follow this conversation you can use the hashtag tea with qj on twitter instagram facebook yep. and yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, wherever you're at on social media. Maybe even on Tumblr, because Tumblr has hashtags. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Do it. Cool. Do yeah, it. Do we the check thing. the hashtags. We retweet it. We share it. We talk to you guys. Yada, yada, yada. Get involved, yo. We definitely appreciate when you do that. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, What else is popping? What else is popping? Donations? We got a few donations from mm. our listeners, which well, is dope. But first, let me talk about how you donate. Yes. So we have two options for you to donate and help with the growth of this podcast. Um, These donations help us keep this podcast up and running. Um, Because there's, there's overhead with this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, So two ways to donate. You can go to our website, twithqueenandj.com right mm-hmm. then there's a donate button right Ooh. and then you click that donate button and then you have the two options so the first option is our paypal link and that's where you drop a lump sum of whatever the fuck you want to do and go away that's probably for someone like me who doesn't really like to commit i just want to just drop it off and go mm-hmm. and then there is our patreon and that is where you can become a patron of tea with queen and jay and you, we are just asking for $2 a month. $2! That's $24 a year. That's right. And if everybody, if all of our listeners donate $2, we'll be fucking set. We'll be able to, like, make our goals for the year. We'll be able to fucking, like, go to all the places we want to go to, do all the stuff yeah, we, we want to do, do for the podcast. Yes. You know, maybe get some fucking help. 
Um, pay yeah. black women, yo. Yeah, we appreciate you guys and the support and you that you've can, been giving us thus far. You can pledge more on Patreon if you That's want right. to, but we're just, you know, asking for $2. Yeah, speaking of pledging more, uh, Teresa, who is a new patron, she pledged a bit more hey, than Teresa. the $2. Yeah, so we appreciate you. Thank you for that. Word. Also, we got another donation from fucking casey the amazing casey the amazing casey you cheeky bastard <laughs> um <laughs> a large donation so sweet yeah we're gonna you're like officially Julie, like, like an executive producer, producer of the show because you Queen and you Jay fund podcast. this show yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you're a white man so actually we might have to take that away from you <laughs> Because we cannot have this, this uh, <laughs> independent black woman podcast being executive produced, produced by, white by white man. man. But, however, you are you are a producer. Yeah. Maybe not executive producer. Okay, but you're, yeah, you're, yeah, definitely, you're definitely, definitely on the producer producers. list. Yeah, yes. that's cool. We'll, yes. we'll allow it. Yes. We know you. Yeah, we'll make it happen. It's cool. Yes. Thank you, Casey. We love you. We yeah, appreciate so you. Yeah, so much. Thank you so much. Um, What else is popping in the way of libations, yo? Do you have libations? I do have libations. What are libations? That's a great question. So, here at Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, our shout outs are called libations. And that's where we give love to the things, people, places that we love, that we're enjoying, things that are giving us life, things mm-hmm. that are giving us black joy. Yes. Um. Yeah. And we like to shout that shit out. Libate it up. Pour <laughs> it up. Um. Before we get into the real... Uh, bullshit because there's always this some always bullshit on bullshit. the horizon always there's always some something bullshit. around the corner um so yes yeah, so. rainbows are the reverse there's not a pot of gold oh man it's <laughs> like Dang. some bullshit our rainbows are l's it's <laughs> 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 oh a fucking l yo everybody's taking an l anyway um yeah so libations this week we wanted to start with uh the black speculative arts move no sorry black speculative arts movement yeah yeah it is okay no i I wrote no i wrote something stupid but um yeah so black speculative arts movement um was in the bronx this weekend so it was bsam futurismo 2017 Mm -hmm. uh, at the bronx museum and um that shit was fucking lit yo yeah, it was cool. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, so Black Speculative Arts Movement is a monthly Afrofuturism, Black comics, film, and arts convention held at multiple colleges, universities, museums, and other venues across the United States, Canada, and abroad. Um, and that's put on and founded by uh, Dr. Ronaldo Anderson and Maya Crown-Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we wanted to pour libations for them. I was on two panels that saturday which was dope mm-hmm. one was uh media of the future which was like fucking amazing this is my first time like ever being on a panel mm-hmm. so it was nice to like first when i was asked to be on it, i was like wait me first when she was asked let me just i'm not another in your head yeah go ahead from my side looking at uh-huh. it was like me then it was like i don't i'm not qualified and i was like the fuck is she yeah she, oh i don't i don't like that right. that's always your first response right, right, when right, people right, actually right. do things yeah. if they actually do it it's because you are qualified like right. they want to fucking ask you no you're right so you said you're that right. it was like oh brother but it was what i what i will say is that even though that is like my first reaction i do know that that comes from like a toxic place mm-hmm. and that it's not real yeah so i feel those feelings those feelings are very real but thankfully 
um, through the therapy of this podcast <laughs> and life, I'm able to like self ref- self correct mm-hmm. and and know that okay, this is like the crazy matrix feeling that I'm feeling right now, but yeah. the reality is like the reverse or whatever. Which is why I, of course, you know, agreed to do it. But yeah, for like in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck? Dude? It was like imposter syndrome. Even though this is like you know amongst like black folks and other like media people, I was like, I don't belong up there um but anyway i killed that shit okay Mm -hmm. it was like really fucking good um it was great it was a great panel Mm -hmm. i enjoyed listening to everybody else and i actually said shit that made fucking sense yo because i know things you have a podcast i know that we've been doing for three years three years where this is what you talk about all the time all the time i was fucking great i don't know why you wouldn't think you could talk about things killed it you talk i know it's what i do yeah Oh my god! All the time. I know media every week. I know blackness every week. I know producing every week. I know creating every week. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty dope. I know. That's how you was like. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, it was <laughs> fucking dope. Yo, people came up to me and they were like, yo, when you said, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? This is wild, yo. It was blowing my mind. It was, it was great. So it was great. So I appreciate. Um, Crown is the one who asked me to, to participate in that. So mm-hmm. thank you, Crown, for including me um and reminding me that i'm fucking like you know that i know things yo yeah it was fucking great cool um yeah and then i was on the heroes unlimited black cosplay panel guess what happened i don't know i wasn't listening you know (laughs) i I cried i didn't look at any of the panel naturally naturally i cried because i can't talk about cosplay without crying because the shit makes me emotional um yeah he at mark was asking everybody questions and he turned to me he was like so janicia tell us about some shit tell us about your experiences in cosplay and i said like one sentence and i was like oh my god i love cosplay so much i had to like take a breather you didn't cry when i interviewed you oh i had already got it out in front of everyone i'm like oh man it was terrible it was terrible but um but anyway i survived that and uh and that was also like a good panel we got to talk about um I guess some of the racism that happens within cosplay Mm -hmm. and um, Michael who Michael Flood who does like an amazing Superman was talking about some of his experiences. Hey Superman, I was I was into Superman. He's like the best, like most adorable Superman. He had a Superman body. This is what I'm. It was not the suit. It is not. It was his body. I was like, what the fuck? He is Superman. How did he do that? Yeah. Yes. How did he do that? He just does to it. the point. He was Superman to the point where um I was there also. I was doing press with Mix Vixen, uh-huh. and um our friend who was also helping me with camera work, Ali. Yeah, peace when Ali. he seen Superman, he got kid like. Yeah, because he was such he a Superman. A, he is the best Superman ever. He was like, oh my god, Superman. He is Superman. Like you would have thought that. Yeah, he, he was. Is he Superman. is Superman. Yeah, so like the way was, Ali reacted. I was like, yeah, because he's yes, Superman. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Um, But yeah, he was just talking about some of the racism that he encounters online on Facebook and like how to navigate that because mm-hmm. we come in here as cosplayers and it's assumed to be a white space. Yeah. And so they feel some of them, some of uh, the white folks in cosplay, like there is racism and shit like that within that space because we're still in this world because we're still in this world right and so how to respond when they talk out of pocket when really you're just there to like have fun and do cosplay shit or whatever so we had we were able to kind of discuss our different perspectives on that 
um and so mine was okay if you're in like a cosplay group somebody was saying oh you know in our group we don't discuss any of that other stuff it's just about cosplay so i was like that's cool for that group but if they come onto your personal page with that bullshit like you have just as much of a right to be there as anyone else like that is your safe space and they're making you uncomfortable there's nothing wrong with like clapping back we don't need them even if they're fucking he was talking about like um those who are in the industry like who are like making costumes and do like things that he might want to purchase or what like we don't need them you know what i'm yeah. saying we can mm-hmm. find other artists and businesses to support who are not fucking outrageously i racist. think that but that's why i think and even though i'm not in this world mm-hmm. when i was at the event what i saw and this is why i asked you when mm-hmm. i was interviewing you for mix vixen if mm-hmm. you felt safe right was because those spaces are necessary like how like like i felt like those types of black comic cosplay whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cons yeah. that you guys have a uh, great recharge mm-hmm. like who wants to be clapping back all the time right cursing motherfuckers out right. all the time who wants to be doing that Nobody. all the time so at least you have a place to kind of reset yeah. and then like if affirm like your space mm-hmm, and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so like that's a great safe space yeah, for that yeah. and know? it's probably it's a part of why i'm always crying well i'm always crying because i need medication <laughs> but it's a part of why i'm always crying about cosplays because i'm blessed to where i only for the most part so far as an amateur cosplayer I'm, i've only submerged myself in those kinds of spaces mm-hmm. um and so i haven't experienced a lot of that kind yeah. of yeah exclusion and bullshit or whatever so yeah the fuck it was fucking great so um, cool. i had a good time i like that that's yeah. pretty cool it was great it was great um I will say, because yes. I was there. Say it. You know that I am a complete outsider. Okay. It was nice. You are not to a complete see. outsider, but okay. Yes, but I, I, am. I get what you're saying. I am a complete outsider. I don't know. Okay. Just because I'm, I like some of the things. Doesn't. I'm not in that world at all. Like. That's okay, that's not fair. That that's fair to I'm say in. that you're not in that world. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was nice to see. It's nice to see adults at play. Right. Cause adulting, being a grown ass motherfucker is a lot yeah. like it's just a lot so it was nice to see adults at play um in non-traditional ways the mm-hmm. ways that i'm not used to like me adults at play is at bars and blah blah, blah you yeah, know those yes. things right exactly. so it was really nice to just see adults at play in that way it was like fun because i'm a even though i don't do cosplay or any of that stuff in that mm-hmm. world i'm a very silly animated right right, right adult and you know for me i say i'm a child at heart but mm-hmm. it's great to see other people do those things and have those spaces where they could just fucking do that and be the fucking Green Ranger yeah. and like yeah. be okay. Yo, the Green Ranger homie was having a fucking ball, yo. He was having a time of his every life. Every time I see him, he's having, I forget his name, but every time I see him, he's having the fucking time he's of his life. Time so. of his life. That, yeah. That's what I've seen in everyone. All, yeah. of, all of you guys are really mm-hmm, cosplay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like to see adults at play because we don't really get to see right. us at play. We're just at bars usually complaining about something and mm-hmm. getting drunk. Mm-hmm rather than just really like yeah just having playing. a good time i have never you're absolutely right yeah. when you say getting drunk which is something that i enjoy on occasion mm-hmm. um me as well yes 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 and by occasion sometimes often we talk about porn libations like this yeah yeah true <laughs> true, true 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 yeah it's one of those things where right i don't need to drink all day when i do that yeah it's just, I'm it's really just, just like a high of a life is. thing you don't even need any kind of an inebriation to like just like enjoy other right, adults right yeah it's dope i like it that pretty dope mm-hmm. yeah. i'm glad y'all came it was good to see you guys <laughs> it was cool i had fun and ali is adorable to watch like he's such an excited fucking he's person. so excited it's like an adult child 
Like it was, it's really like he's the cutest thing <laughs> I love I've ever seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool. Yes, yeah, so definitely. So libations today. I'm gonna leave the um because again, like we said, they do BSAM around the country. Yeah, she told me that she does stuff nine to ten months out of the year. So yeah. there's always something. It's going wild on. style, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna leave the links to all that stuff so you can see where it's happening next in your city. Um, she does MechaCon, which is a huge film festival in Detroit. That's coming up. So yeah, so I'm gonna leave those that stuff in the show notes. So you cool. can definitely check that out. Um, I have another libation for, and I hope that I'm saying her name correctly. Um, the writer Ijioma Aluo. Uh, she wrote an article. Okay, guys, hold your breath. I'm gonna say the the, the name that we don't speak here oh, on God. this spot. The, the only reason I'm saying this name is because the article is fucking lit. I'm praying right now. Yeah, pray through it. It's okay. cool. The article is lit. A black woman wrote the article with care, with love, with black women in mind. Um, and it is a fucking actual critical article about all the shit that is important to be discussed in this thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to say it. So the name of the article is The Heart of Whiteness, The White Woman Who Identifies as Black. Um, so this is an article, an interview with uh, Rachel Dolezal. My heart is beating really fast. I like know, it I'm really sorry. is. I'm sorry. Beating really um, fast. Again, I, if you if right you now. have listened to other episodes um, of this podcast, you know that we have no interest in mentioning RD's name uh, or reading anything else about her or talking about her, or analyzing or fucking updating what the bitch is doing next. We don't care. Um, the reason why I read this article is because it covered all the things that black women say about her and it, it kind of... Um, it didn't bring it to her, but it brought it out of her. Like all the things that disgust us about Rachel, she verified and proved. And like it was it was just brought out in that interview. And um, Aluo, she just asks all the right questions and frames it in the proper context in the sense that there is no need to revisit this ever again, you know? Um, and for me, that wound of rd and her um hijacking black woman identity um that wound was kind of reopened with that whole lovey disaster and her attack on black women and her attack on um mixed mixed race race and light-skinned folks right and then in her apology where she had the audacity to bring up rachel dolezal as if we were connected to her in any way so anyway that that wound of like what the fuck it was just kind of reopened um for me at least and so it was nice to read uh what i'm gonna call a healing piece on that whole rd situation and something that closes the door so i think it's worth the read Mm -hmm. um i maybe it is i don't know i don't think it's worth the read because i'm just tired of reading about her so even when i would see the article i would mm -hmm. bypass it because it was like i'm still contributing to her like you just ever contribute into her but mm-hmm. i would like to pull libations to that author author yeah also mm-hmm. because she interviewed her and didn't beat her to the white meat because that's what i would have did right for her to like be right. able to sit across that woman yeah and not fucking right right <laughs> yeah she, to didn't, the white she meat didn't beat her to the white meat is it's commendable yeah she didn't sensationalize the story yeah, it was that's the other thing that. is that she, i feel she like she sat it seems as if yeah, i didn't read it yeah it seems as if she did a journalist's job 
She did a. She did. She did a journalist. She did, job, and she and like. she recentered black women. Yeah. in that. Other that's than what this how is about. that's what people exactly. were forgetting that it was about black. Exactly. Women. It was about. Exactly. It was coming about Rachel. Mm-hmm. So that's why for me it was just like nope, 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 because right, this was right, about right. black women and black women and our identities mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and people kept making it about her. Everyone yeah. who interviewed her made it about her. Asking right. her her like right her, like ugh. even even the name of the article, the heart of whiteness, the white woman who identifies as black like yeah exactly let's let's talk about what this shit is about yeah. you know what i'm saying so. so i think it's a great article i think that um i've avoided all interviews and anything f- anything more than the initial hey this is what this lady is doing yeah. i stayed away yeah. from it i've only done the memes that's it right right but but for me it was like a healing piece and so i you know i wanted to give libations that. for that and i'll put that in the notes yo okay. so you guys can check it out if you want yes okay mm-hmm. Um, so me and Jay, everyone knows we're friends and we try to do things apart sometimes ah! and then we end up doing them together. Well, let's, let's talk about the real. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. So we planned to do this together. Yes. I was flat left. Um, you were not flat left. Someone offered flat, me flat a, left. no. After we agreed to go together. But, but that's not flat like leaving. Okay. Flat leaving is if we like. So what's the? Because we weren't even in the process of actually doing anything. We said, "Oh no, I." You're right. I had not said, "Hey, let's buy the tickets today." But we had planned to go. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. That's why it's not. We had planned it, but it never happened. Because even when I hit you up, like, "Hey, Uh you know, whatever," nothing even happened to that. You said, "Hey, are you going to the Rough Riders?" I said, "Yeah, I plan to go." And then what happened after that? Oh, was I supposed to? No, we didn't make plans. We didn't. We plan planned it. to go together. Yes, but we didn't actually make plans. No, we had not purchased the tickets. Exactly. If we had made plans and I didn't do it, that's flat leaving you. I'll find another word for it. But if you and I say we go to such and such together, okay, whatever. I flat left her. Like I'm someone going brought with someone gave then, me a free okay. ticket, so I went with um someone that I met who came to one of my thrift swaps, and she offered me a free ticket, so I went with her. And you went how? Uh, after I was flat left, I found a friend to go with. So shout out to Reggie. Thanks for coming with me. Um, and then I went. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, you know, I'm pulling libation to Chanel because we only met once and she gave me a free ticket to the Rough Rider Are concert, listening to this? which is fucking amazing. So I want to pull libations to her because she didn't have to do that. No, um, she didn't. I think that's great. And y'all had great seats. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm telling everyone it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like it's really, dope. really good. She said that she gave me the ticket because she wanted to be with someone who was like a, a hard core Rough Riders fan. Right. Um, which is dope. And it, it made me think about the experience I give other people because she gave me an experience. Um, which is dope. Like we we talk about black girl joy and black joy and blah blah mm-hmm. all the time, but it's like how 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 am I giving that? Like I do that on this on this podcast or like whatever, but how am I doing that to my friends and family? Right, like how am I right, providing right. those things for that? So she made me think of that. So now I'm thinking of ways that I can do that for people close to me, mm-hmm. rather than doing it like just because I have this podcast or because somebody reads what I write mm-hmm. and they like it like to the strangers out there. And we're like, how am I providing that for like people in my tribe or whatever? So. Libations to her because she made me start thinking about things like that or whatever. Um, but libations to the Rough Riders mm-hmm. because I had a really great nostalgic time. And I remember the episode where we spoke about 
our black now well our black joy all of our joy is black joy right. but we spoke about how we cope with having a show and or or we cope with talking about heavy issues right, and right, still right. how do we maintain these safe spaces in our mind blah 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 mm-hmm. and i mentioned nostalgia and how i go back to a lot of nostalgic things like i said how i revisited destiny's child's writing on the wall album like just stuff like that mm-hmm. Excuse me, that I've been doing a lot lately. Like I listen to mad music from when I was in high school because it brings me back to a space where I didn't have to pay bills. Like the my most stress was that my mother wasn't gonna let me go somewhere. Right, you know, like oh, the right. simple, simpler times, mm-hmm, simpler mm-hmm. fucking times. Yeah. So I do that a lot, and it's easy to do that with music. So to go out at a concert. Mm-hmm. And be able to have that space was like amazing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like it was just so dope for her to provide that for me. Right, it right, was right. Fucking amazing mm-hmm. for me. I'm glad that was amazing for you. But that's great. Um, I did have some grievances. Before you get to grievances, <laughs> let me let me knock my libations out because okay. I have some grievances too. Okay. Um. So yeah, so my libations again. Shout out to Reggie for coming to, with me in the clutch. I appreciate you. Um, I loved seeing black folks of all ages, and like everybody was fucking there. It was everybody. a fucking family reunion. Like yes. every, like people, I was like, yo, haven't we all been driven out of New York? Where did y'all come from? Yeah, everybody was there. All the hair in the world was there, yep. which I love. All types of hair all was out. Outfits. All the wigs, all the outfits, all the like fashion times because it all was, the fashion eras were there. Like, yes, people showed up in their Rough Rider shirt. I'm like, y'all still got Rough Rider, Rider shirts? shirts? I seen people with Rough Rider leather vests. Yes, I saw yo with the actual mo- Rough Rider yes. motorcycle jackets. Oh man, my <laughs> heart was full. My heart was fucking. <laughs> I was like, this is what's up, yo. People were happy to see each other. It just looked like it was a good time. It was fucking smoke in the air. It was just, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, there was that. The dude behind me was just excited to see DMX at some point. Mm-hmm. The whole night. Where's the fucking dog at? Bring out the dog. I can't. I waited all day to see the dog. So first it was exciting. He was like excited, and then he was like getting progressively angry. He's like, he was drinking libations, right? He was drinking libations. <laughs> he came to see the fucking dog, and we were all talking about the dog, yo. And just yeah, like, but it's a rough Friday concert. The dog is gonna be last. The dog for sure, <laughs> right? <laughs> we know he's gonna be last. But like, but listen, he didn't come there for the bullshit. Bring out the fucking came dog. later. Like, bring out the, the fucking dog. I don't know. Later. Um, um, but yeah, it was also nice the way everybody like in the audience before DMX came out was talking about the dog. Like yeah. he's a big fucking deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just like you could just hear the love in everybody's voice because, mm-hmm. you know, you're there. We were there at the concert for a long time. There were little breaks or whatever. People talking to each other and stuff. Yo, people were just excited. I felt like I was at there. Like, it was a New York. Yes. It was like a big ass fucking family cookout. It was great. That's how I felt about it. Was, it. it was really, really, it was a beautiful thing, yo. Um, Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's, those are, those are my libations. And libations to Swiss Beats who like is the best. Like he's a great performer, yo. I live for that. Um, yeah, I liked his set. 
I don't know if he's a great performer. He brings out great people. <laughs> he okay. brings great people on the stage. Okay, for me, for like, <laughs> for like a producer who is not like Kanye, who like is a producer turned like rapper. Like, I, that's your first time seeing Swiss Beats on stage. Yes. Okay, maybe that's why. Okay, I've where seen did you see him? Before. And was he was he, he was on summer? It was the was same. He, he was on summer jam. Or? He was on summer jam. But I've seen him in that capacity before. Right. Okay. So okay, that's okay. probably why. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got okay, it. Got it. it yeah. Now. So that was my first it. time seeing him. I've seen him not live right so i've seen him do that and i know he's hype but to see him live i'm mm-hmm. like oh this motherfucker's like a little rock star this mm-hmm. is like what's up um yeah it was and it was good it felt very it felt very bronx i was i was feeling it yeah i was feeling it yeah all right go ahead so i want to say <laughs> oh my god okay so <laughs> what? i thought it was crazy that the rough riders opening act was oh no the bartenders and the bartenders are a street that's on brand a street yeah it was Uh but it was just like it's like the street workout team and they have youtube videos where they work out in the park right and shit right right, but it was just like wait it was on brand but it was like yo they really did they work out in the the park they work out on the construction yeah the poles and shit it was just like yo they brought the hood on the stage it was great uh, when Swiss got on, he was saying, you know how hard it was to put this shit together? And I looked at Reggie. I was like, looks like it was pretty easy. You know, y'all didn't set up the fucking Jumbotron. No, it was broken. It's, That's why. Um, oh, get out of here. Yeah, you didn't hear um, K Capri. He was like, I was supposed to be DJing out there. And you're supposed to see me on the Jumbotron. But they have problem with, they had was issues with Capri? the shit. Yeah. Oh, I they don't had know. issues I with the shit. This. They had issues with the shit. Get so out. fuck them and they Jumbotron. Yo, they was cursing out the Barclays people good. the whole night all right well i feel i feel good because honestly i was like this is yeah, how that's they why, feel about yeah us? that's what happened something was okay. ha- up with the jumbo okay. that night that's Kikapri unacceptable but they didn't even tell nobody we wouldn't know if kicker pre didn't say it and right, yell at right, the motherfuckers. right 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 okay i feel better yeah I, I must that's have what happened in the bathroom that's or what happened him. also right you're right because i didn't even know it was kick capri and i love me some kick capri <laughs> he said it mad times he started scratching kick kick capri kick 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 no nope. i was like i was i had no you know oh, that and song the, you know that biggie the... song where it says he says on the dj something yeah, that yeah, 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 seven. Yeah. right he, he dragged the kick capri i was in the bleachers i wasn't given an experience mm-hmm. i was in the bleachers <laughs> <laughs> okay i was way up there and the sound was bad up there so it was not oh, only wow. like the jumbo tron but the sound was i was like shit i at least expected the jumbotron to be yeah, on that's what and happened. i could just interpret was, the sounds was, and shit on my own i was like yo this is crazy it it's funny i ran into rita who's one of the one of our like donors or whatever uh-huh. i saw rita there and we both looked at each other and she was like we could have got better seats but it's rough riders right we're mm-hmm. not gonna yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. it was like we all love them we'll show up but we're not gonna we're just gonna sit up here it's, it's <laughs> we don't need to be that close it's fine uh-huh. um but yeah go ahead you were shitting um, on them yeah so no i wasn't shitting on them i was saying how the bartenders was like oh right so on brand. right very I like on brand. when that's why i like it was like family shit yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. You, you if you were there you got it right like if you're a fan say, you got it you yeah. got it so i would have liked to see a motorcycle situation i would have liked to see an actual motorcycle i would have 
But I don't. You saw how the whole projects would be on the stage every time someone performed. Yeah, that couldn't happen. Yeah, yeah you're like right. they would dead ass be the whole fucking River Park Towers you're on right. the fucking stage. You're right, I did. The only person who didn't have a crowded stage like that was Eve, because she was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, I'm not right. having this. I don't really have to be here. My husband is a. She looked amazing. Petroleumer. She looked amazing. I, just, I was glad she like, was there. Yeah, I was too. I was too. I was glad she. But I realized. Yes. Say it. Go ahead. Are you going to say what I was I wasn't thinking? in love with the song she yes, was doing. Yes, I'm like, these are not the Rough Rider songs. Right. These are your Aftermath songs. Right. I want to hear these shits. Exactly. That's how I felt. Yeah, I didn't like any of that shit. <laughs> it reminded me of that. Like, I always loved Eve, but I never liked that. Like, Yeah, I like, liked Rough Rider's Eve. I right. wasn't into... But I will say that when I was doing I was thinking, I was like, oh, shit, she did this shit before Nikki. Like, she did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no one talks about... Her. No one talks about Eve pioneering or doing Ever. anything. She did that shit. She Ever. did that hip-hop pop woman mm-hmm. transition. Mm-hmm. that i had never seen before mm-hmm. like she mm-hmm. she kind of paved that yeah. way yeah she did, um, she did. and no one no one talks about her doing things her hot boys verse is fucking iconic yo yes i love that verse it's I, great no by heart i was rapping it with her <laughs> it's great and then it also kind of what we were talking about when we went to the um the little kim versus uh foxy brown party, party? and yeah. how they played at a certain time when they weren't playing little kim and foxy whoever the djs were decided that we're gonna play music for women <laughs> This is what women want. And they played a bunch of bullshit. Like, we all like women in the house to hear Little Kim and they Foxy. City High. Oh my God. This is the torture. This is what y'all think of us? Yeah. This is fucking torture. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it made me think of how Missy and like that Hot Boy song mm-hmm. is still, she's singing Hot Boys. It's still cute and fun, but like motherfuckers are rapping on this yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, that's how you make a song. That's yes. how a woman makes a song for women. That's like, that's what I want to hear. All them other E songs what are the hooks on any of those aftermath eve songs what is any of that shit what is any of that shit that's it it's so fucking stupid (laughs) weird singing yeah i was like wow this is not the rough rider shit this is terrible so here's the here's the other gag okay they're all there right the fucking rough riders are there (laughs) (laughs) not once did they they perform together because they don't like each other they can't like each other they did all the songs with all the posse cuts they just did them during their own individual sets because they are they they probably what the fuck not one y'all couldn't do one thing together what the fuck nope it was it was strange that was strange Mm -hmm. um what else what else what else what else the locks i enjoy the locks i thought it was nice how they gave chic a lot of stage time even though we don't really know a lot of (laughs) Chic songs. That was really nice of you, Locks. <laughs> oh my god, yo, you shit on Chic so much. I'm just saying. Right. I was like, oh, they giving him all the microphones. Oh, you hate him so much. I, I don't even. You don't hate, hate him. him. You just it's like, just, but you're actively. You're like, there's this popular tweet. Uh, I don't know who who tweeted it, but Jerobi from um, Tribe Called Quest retweeted it and like mm-hmm. made T-shirts and shit. Was like, Jerobi is so irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's not that's like yeah, that's your yeah, chic movement because I'm like that's your chic and I'm like movement. look at them that is that is that he's is a group. in the group all right I know that but they have him on like he was on stage doing mad shit right. he didn't him. do mad shit they love on the, the records on on yeah. the, that we heard on the radio nah he's just the cute one no but I like that they if did that I pick. like that they did yeah that. they love each other um yeah that's what I'm saying like mm. that was that was like love that was uh-huh. love. I like how you talked about it like it was charity. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It's, it's kind of like when Beyonce started letting Kelly sing things. Right. <laughs> like, 
Yo, you could get up by a squirrel. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like but yeah, that was cool. I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. Um I was excited when Remy Ma came out. Girl. When Remy Ma came I out. I lost my shit. I did too. It was a moment. First of all, it's the easiest thing in the world. Like she's obviously there, but Fat Joe came out. I was like, oh, I guess Remy's not here. But of course she made a grand entrance. Oh, I knew she was there. I said, Chanel, Remy here. And she was when? like, when? When did you? When? I don't know. You know how I be going? After Fat Joe came out or before um, that? Um, I think when Fat Joe came out, oh, okay, you know how okay. I go with my feelings right, in my yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, my body yeah. told me Remy was there. Right. So I was like, Remy here. She was like, no, she not. Then she came out. She was like, you were right. Lo- and yo, then we, we just lost it. Everybody lost like, it. Yeah, and I because I was in the sky seats, I could see everybody. <laughs> everybody <laughs> fucking lost it. It was, it was, it was yeah, really it was, something. Yeah. That shit felt good. I yeah. felt very, it was like, a, it was a kind of a Bronx night. Yeah, it yeah. It was. That's what I loved about Swiss Beat set was that it was very Bronx and nobody, people act like we don't exist. Hello. Like we didn't contribute that anything to the culture. Was the whole, I was, I the got mad thing. loud when I seen, of course, that you know the building on Cedric Avenue mm-hmm. where you know, Kuk- mm-hmm. yeah, because people would be trying to act like we ain't yeah. add to this shit. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, like, no, his, fuck whole, set his whole set was, was Bronx. Bronx. Even his though I was annoyed was by that um man named Kareem, what's his real his hip hop name? Hippity hop name? Ooh. The Arab one, the Moroccan one. Oh, um, thing. Um, he's from the Bronx. French, yeah, I know. French. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't. I realized that French popular songs are like stolen songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His popular songs are like stolen songs or like yeah. samples of very popular songs, which makes me think that you have no talent, mm, motherfucker. I I, I, I'd like to be excluded from this narrative. I was annoyed by him on the stage. Yeah, that was another thing too. too. I, I love the Bronx love. That whole thing was the Bronx. It was. It was. It was. It was, the it was, whole, it it was. was. I loved it. I talked. Me and my sister like did a whole review of it and talked about it. it was like she was there she was like in my head <laughs> <laughs> it was really dope yeah, it was cool it was really, it's really a special dope. feeling that bronx love because yeah because we are so shitted on yeah it's so rare. yeah it's yeah like, so yo, that was dope can we talk about we about to say the something? dog not yet okay not yet but i just want to talk about little c's for a hot second okay if Kim ain't with you, like, just don't they, come. I think they're not friends no more. They're not. So, like, just don't come. Why'd they even invite Cease? Because he needs to be for? outside. I don't know. Then I he don't know why he was the stage. Why, why was Cassidy? <laughs> oh, come on. That's not right. He came around me and her were like, who is that? And then we remember the song. I was like, oh, I remember the song. Then he said some homophobic shit. And then we was like, oh, well, yeah, whatever. Oh, There was yeah, a piece where yeah, people were yeah. talking about, and I don't like when people do that in music, but it was like, Get back to the that real was, hip-hop. That was him, I Yeah, think, he did right? that. Swiss Beats said one line like that, but it was like, this okay. is hip-hop and, um, you know, all of that shit. And yeah. it's like, don't be mad because you can't make money off of the shit you used to do before. We like, don't, I, don't, I just wiped it out of my mind because like, Cassidy sure. is so irrelevant. Yeah, like... Um, speaking of people who are not irrelevant, I enjoyed the fuck out of Drag On. That was nice. You know what? My body told me, and I'm glad my body was wrong. Okay. I was like, I prayed. I prayed that Alicia Keys didn't come out. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I was praying. Would that not have ruined the night? Yes. Yeah. I was like, please don't have her yeah. come out. Because she was in that song with Eve. Yeah, there were a lot of opportunities. It was t- yeah, that she could fucking come, come out, out and ruin my life. Right, 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 right. It didn't right, happen. Right, 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 right. By the grace of God. Ooh. 
Alhamdulillah. Yeah, no, nobody needed that. Nobody needed that. Oh gosh, I really prayed. Nobody needed that. So my thoughts on the dog. I'm not gonna go full throttle. I just uh-huh. wanted to, before him coming out. So in my mind, I didn't when they had him on the bill. I was like, it didn't even cross my mind because of all the things that he's been through. It didn't cross my mind that they would actually have him close the show, even though that's the natural order of things. In my head, I was like, can he do this? <laughs> Like, I want to see him. I'm excited. But I'm also prepared for him not to show up. Yeah. But I was looking at Reggie. I was like, listen, if this nigga doesn't show up, it's going to be a fucking riot. Okay? Yeah, he we has gotta, to show up. We got to. Too many rough riders in the building. He, there will be a fucking riot. Yeah. And we'll, we've got to, like, really think about our exit strategy. Okay? Because I, I like a riot, but I don't, not this one. Yeah. I don't want to be. We There's too many Chanel things that could go wrong. Ours, but it's because. Mm-hmm. I've been learning that she's similar to you. Like, she has a plan. Right. She wanted to get there mad early. We got there no. at, like, 7.15. Get she said, here. I wanted to see what everything looks like with the lights was on. So we could, and I was like, oh, I could get with that. That's I like cute. your thinking. Okay, okay. It makes sense. So uh-huh. we kind of had right. that going on. I was tired because we were there for a really long yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. But um, it made sense. And it made me think of you. Like, Jay would have did this. Oh, <laughs> Not for Rough Riders, though. <laughs> Reggie was like, let's meet at 7. I was like how about <laughs> we meet at starbucks at 7 30 we'll have a nosh okay and then and then we'll stroll in yeah so it was cool um yes yeah, so i was like can the dog do this uh he he, he did it yeah um, he did something do you wanna or are we gonna um, just keep it amongst family no, i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it, say it? Okay. this is out there people record everything i know but part um, of me would felt like yo let's just keep this in the stadium i'll describe it the way i describe it to people at work today okay i was like i feel like i was at the cookout and i was just watching like the drunk uncle who just always does this yeah. um you still enjoy him oh i wish i didn't um, know exactly this feeling yeah yeah, I know this feeling. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You kind of just let him do him. Right. Um, He's not harming anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you just let him do you his just thing. just let him rock out. Yeah, yo. But like the way I um described, okay, he'll do a song so you'll fall in love, mm-hmm. right? Then I think after the song, he had to say a prayer because yeah. he had to, I don't know. Yeah. So he'll say a prayer and then he'll like fucking sexually harass a woman in the audience to talk about his dick yeah while dancing like your drunk uncle at the yes cookout. he dances like a drunk uncle yeah. so he'll do all of that and he'll, then you're like feeling awkward and like what the fuck is going on yeah then they do a song you love again and then you'll forget yeah yeah <laughs> right all of that shit. but there was a time when he did a song that nobody knew i, I think it was a text new song. jay yeah i knew jay wasn't near me i knew that yeah. yes chanel was with me but it was like, i need someone to right. be like yeah and i did have all the fun facts for the evening mad people <laughs> strangers leaned in and like who's that <laughs> Like, oh, that's MLP. Who's that? Oh, oh that's yeah, I was. Yeah, Who's I was knowing the right, only person right, right. I didn't get right away was Cassidy. Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about how Akon was there and nobody cared? <laughs> <laughs> no, no one, no one cared. <laughs> it was just, and he looked like a cab driver. Right. Like, oh, that's harsh. <laughs> that's harsh. He did. He wasn't. He still had on clothes. the same white linen outfit that we seen right, him in when right. he sang the I looked. Outside. I was like, wait. That's Akon. Yeah, me too. I was and like, oh, I that's Akon. Up, and then I was I'm like, wait, is that Akon? And everybody looked and they're like, I don't know. And then finally he started and like, for real, nobody cared. And it didn't help that the locks also seemed not to care. It yeah. Was, it was not good. I, I heard locked up. I was like, oh, shoot, that's Akon. I felt sad. And I like got up and then I was like, oh. I felt sad for him. I sat right down. But He's anyway. a fucking quadrillion billionaire. That's right. That's 
That's true. He's fine. He's good. He's fine. He is good. You're right. With his many wives. And he stood, he just stood in his same spot. Like he just sang from there. He didn't move. He didn't. He doesn't. Why? Why yeah. do I need to do this? Yeah, you're right. I'm here for my friends. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You guys good? All right. All I'm right. going to go back. Go back. I'm going to go back. He now. fucking teleported to the fucking yeah. stage because he has enough money to you're do You're right. That. You're right. I didn't see him walk off. Did no. you see him walk off? No, he just appeared yeah. and then vanished. And then vanished. Right. Like, that's All the right. fuck happened. Okay. So he had a dog. Yeah, it was it was weird. And then he, um, I heard him say he was ending. I heard him say, this is my final prayer. He did. Not he did. He, he said, might have said that. He but said I, this is his final prayer. He said the prayer. I didn't know if he meant in life <laughs> or just like, this is my final prayer. And then I'm going to do said, another this is my song final prayer. and end this properly after, like a, with a fucking song. Like how you end a fucking reunion concert with a fucking song. No, this is DMX. Oh this gosh. is the dog. That's also, people were leaving. Oops, so yeah, by the time my homeboy was there, Shaheen, yeah. I texted him like, "What are you doing after?" He's like, "Oh, I left already." I right? Like, yeah, people who the homie who was waiting for the dog all day. He left too. He left too. He was heartbroken. Aww. He was like, "Yo, that's my man. He's bugging right now, but that's my man." What's <laughs> <laughs> <was> crazy? <laughs> but he does a prayer. He finished the prayer. He doesn't go leave. He left. He just left. Not thank you. Not nothing just left and we were the people who were still there were like yo what's happening right yeah now? that's what chanel was like what happened i said oh he said i was just found the prayer she was like when right <laughs> it was weird it was it was very strange it was very he awkward delivered the benediction and he walked off like yeah, it was, it was, it was i will say that this concert experience has taught me how much i have learned about i guess privilege the privileges i have okay because that stadium is not adequate for people with disabilities right. and i was so irked by it right. like i was like all of these fucking stairs mm-hmm. i'm sure they have elevators mm-hmm. but in my whole section i only seen one spot where you could put a wheelchair wow. and not everyone who is disabled is in a wheelchair so mm-hmm. what other kind of accommodations do you mm-hmm. have for somebody to right. sit you know like yeah. whatever like yeah. i'm like what if you only have like the seats I was in was good seats. Those were expensive seats. What if you only had money for the sixty dollars seats? Was there yeah. a space for you to be there? Mm-hmm. Like I was just thinking about all of that shit, and I was like, "Damn, I'm, this is a different queen since, since <laughs> last year." <laughs> yeah. But I was like annoyed by that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like was really annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like that. No, I Barclays, get it together. Get it together, Barclays. Yeah, and the jumbotron wasn't working. We said that. Yeah, already. not like, cool. get it together. Not cool. Yeah. Well. So. That's our review of the Rough Riders concert. That's it. I had a great time, yo. Mm -hmm. You know what's sad? What? You didn't mention Dragon. (laughs) No, I did. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, He tried to talk to me once when I was a teenager. Well, look at that. Yeah. That was cute. In Harlem. I kept walking and his friend was like. Wait, time out. When she said she kept walking, she did a little shimmy. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he grabbed me. Oh, and I was no, like, no, girl, no. So I kept walking, and this guy was like, yo, that was Dragon. And I was like, so? Mm-hmm. And I kept walking. But I looked back, I was like, oh, that was Dragon. And then my groupie friend at the time was like, you should go back. I was like, no, he grabbed mm-hmm. me. I'm glad that I had sense. Yeah. Because he's washed. <laughs> <laughs> he's not washed. He was on stage. I paid to see him. I'm just oh, playing. Oh, gosh, that's mad yeah, funny. He did a good job, too. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017? It is a about? year that we give black women our money. What? Yes! 
Yes. Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes. bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you. Yes. And show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjade.com. Go to the no donation button. Press it and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. All right. So that was good. So I'm glad we got to do that. We did the libations for BSAM already. Yep. Um, but I wanted to mention, speaking of like things that like we're thinking of now that maybe we hadn't thought of before mm-hmm. or whatever, like how you were considering um, disabled folks and yeah. accessibility and stuff like that. Um, so I mentioned that I did a panel. I was sitting on the panel. I did a little storm, like mild cosplay, casual cosplay storm. I always call it mild storm or whatever because <laughs> I'm corny. Um, so I was in my mild storm. And... Yeah, I'm sitting up on the panel, like the panel has started, and I turned around, and this little girl was standing there, like on the stage, <laughs> <laughs> like a phantom. Okay, I turned Why around. do kids do that? <laughs> you don't even hear them walking up to you or nothing. It disappeared. <laughs> I tell you, she could have killed me right then, like an assassin, because I was like minding my business on the panel. The little girl's on the stage. In my head, I was like, I'm not safe here. <laughs> because how but anyway so i turned around she was there i was fucking startled and then she was like i like your hair i was like oh thank you can i have a hug and then she gave me a hug and then she walked out and it was a beautiful moment and we're sitting and we went back to the panel not me though so i go back to the panel but in my head i'm like should i not have asked her for a hug because i know that like we talked about consent with children before and and um that not because a kid is a kid doesn't mean that we just have access to their body to be able to hug them to be able Mm -hmm. to give them a kiss or whatever even in in non-sexual ways of course or whatever like it's not automatic access right so we should be asking kids for consent we should be encouraging them to ask each other for consent um but i was thinking she just came to me she told me she liked my hair i asked for a hug even though i asked for consent i feel like a lot of children are still learning to and when and how to say no and i feel like there's a yeah some kids if they didn't want to give a hug might have said no and then others i'm putting her in an awkward position now yeah. you know what i'm saying I, I get what you're thinking and i get what you're saying right I'm thinking it because you're saying yeah, it. yeah but yeah. i've had that conversation with my sister my older sister who has the most children of right my siblings mm-hmm. And she was, I used to think it was rude when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But if my nephew didn't want to say hi to someone or whatever, my sister was fine with it. Right. He doesn't want to say hi. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to make him say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I get it. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of parents kind of do that because they, for a lot of parents, their their kids are a reflection of them. Right. Blah, 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 blah. So you need to be like this good child who right. this person is being nice to you you be nice back yeah. and it's like yeah. no if the child doesn't is in the mood right right or right. doesn't feel like they want to do with mm-hmm. anything but we always have parents forcing us to do these yeah. things say hi say this mm-hmm. give him a hug give, mm-hmm. you know your, you give your uncle a hug and right. it's like no if she doesn't want to give him a hug right 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 she shouldn't have to give him a hug mm-hmm. so you kind of confuse consent mm-hmm. for a lot of children when you do stuff like that mm-hmm. so i'm sure she wanted to hug you i'm sure she
sure there was no thing. Right. But like, what if she didn't? How would she know if if she could say no? Exactly. Because so many, right. We teach our kids to be nice. Even, even if, even if she was taught some level of consent, right. The kind of the standard thing is still like, be nice, you know, especially as, as little girls. Mm -hmm. Um, And as women, like, I just feel like, I feel like it's a bit of, um, like, it felt a little bit, not manipulative, but I f- it felt like maybe it's just, it was just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if adults should be asking kids for hugs, like like stranger kids mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like maybe yeah. we should just leave them the fuck alone like yeah, maybe I don't, i've never asked a stranger kids right I'm, well, yeah i'm a hugger so like it was like oh a sweet moment it was like hey like like i didn't mean it to be creepy it was just like oh you're so sweet thank you so much kind of hug kind of thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean but yeah i think i'm going to not ever do that again yeah, I um that. because i just feel yeah it just feels like what she's supposed to say like no you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it takes a lot even as an adult it takes a lot and it's annoying to have to tell a motherfucker no Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah i think i'm going to not do that again okay that's cool yeah with that yeah i don't do that i'm trying to think of why i don't but are you a hugger i'm not a hugger but i've come from a family where we don't hug and stuff like that we do it till we know each other like okay we don't do it because it's like oh, I miss you. like we do now since we're apart right more right, but right. as kids we weren't hugging each other and stuff and my mother was very i guess like my sister on some like if you don't want to say hi you don't have to say hi mm-hmm. if you don't want to hug blah, blah blah you don't have to you know whatever right. my mother didn't really push us to do those things but it's because that's my mother's personality mm-hmm. she's not gonna talk to you she don't feel like talking right. to you so i guess she felt why am i gonna force my kids right. you I- already know my what happened to me I don't even, <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though you and i have never talked about this you, you, the, the theme you already know like my story so i'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna go there so i'm thinking that that might be why one i'm not a hugger mm-hmm. i'm not a hugger because i don't come from a huge huggy family right. um and because I know kids are weird. Like even at work, um, if I hug a kid, it's because they came to me like this. Right. right. <laughs> they came to me with open arms mm-hmm. to like hug me, but mm-hmm. I don't just be hugging people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that is that is that is a good thing. I think that adults, because we are the adults, we mm-hmm. should be considering these things. Right. These are the things we should be considering, and right. you should be going back and forth with this right, mind, right, not right. some little girl. So yeah. Um, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed fine. She, you're right. She probably did. Yeah, you know, was cool with it. And like when she, like, probably it was probably actual consent. But yeah. it, it just feels like an. It's not. It's not a good position to put a child in. Yeah. And I think that anyone in a position of power, right? Because we have to be, always be aware of our privilege exactly. and the power dynamic yes. in whatever situation that we're in. <clears throat> um, should be like thinking about that stuff. Yeah, because yeah. even I've dated men with children, and I don't, I don't do that with their kids. Well, that to me is a whole no. But um, it's like because I've been around kids, men who I've dated men who had children, mm-hmm. and me and the children was cool. But right. I let them set those things. So like, I had an yeah. ex who had a daughter. Me and her used to be around each other all the time. Mm-hmm. We did not ever hug until she hugged me one day. Right. Like I let her kind of do that. I think I would do stuff. the same in that situation. Um, but I'm like that with kids. 
Right. I just like that. Right, like right, even the right, person right. I'm seeing now, they have a child. Mm-hmm. I'm letting them do it. like I'm yeah. not because I'm not trying to be your mammy. Yeah, that <laughs> with that to me yeah. that even though I am a hunker, that is a situation where I would just by default do that same mm-hmm. thing just because there's to me so many other dynamics like at play there. It depends. I think because I've been in situations where I've dealt with men with children and they don't know that. I'm with their dad. Their mm-hmm. dad introduced me as their friend. So mm-hmm. I'm just like this woman who's a, a friend. Like, I don't think that that changes anything. Like, that makes me think of, like, Sierra with her son and everyone's going crazy because another man hugged her. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying it changes. To me, it's different if I am a constant presence, right? And I'm, like, like I'm just a person who's hanging out with your dad, whether I'm a person, whether I'm his girlfriend, regardless to what it is. It's a, it's more of a relationship that's being established, right? So this is a kid that I'm going to see all the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. A relationship is being established. To me, it's more innate for me to let that person dictate what that, that relate, right, where that relationship goes. Mm-hmm. Wherein if I see like the instance with the kid who's a stranger to me, this is just like a passing greeting. I'll mm-hmm. probably never see, see this kid. Again. Right. Yeah, so I it's just it. the dynamics are different. But mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying about like that. That's, that's an important thing to consider yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so anyway so that was that i thought that was interesting i thought i should talk about that because i was like what the fuck who do i talk about this with (laughs) (laughs) i have a podcast podcast. (laughs) we can explore this shit i was actually at dinner i was like no i can't talk about this here and uh yeah so Mm -hmm. i'm glad i have this podcast cool so what else is popping i don't know you tell me uh well shea moisture played themselves Shea Moisture has been playing themselves. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, they have that's been playing themselves. Like, you I mentioned don't... that. Yeah. So <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, Shea Moisture it's is dead to me. Okay. <laughs> Shea Moisture um, is a hair care, body care, skin care brand. Uh, I think I feel like their largest business, I would assume, I would imagine, is hair care, or at mm-hmm. least the one that's most popular is hair care. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have products that are catered to black women. They are black owned. Um, they specifically specialize or what they are more were, most popular for is specializing in different textures of black women's hair, yes. natural black women hair. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and so that includes or should include or has been purported to include 4C hair, which is like some of the kinkiest uh, black lady hair. Yep. Um, and uh they so, recently played themselves so yeah what's like i've been seeing the rumblings of this but right. I, I just seen the ad yeah. but what's the beef so they released a commercial they basically gentrified the black hair struggle right and so um for those unfamiliar with the black hair struggle or the natural black hair Should struggle we play a clip uh yes yes <laughs> So let's let's play a clip. Yes, we and, should. Um, People would like throw stuff in my hair, and then I'd just be walking, and there'd be like little paper balls in my hair. I hated it because it's like, oh, I have this, and people make fun of me for it. It was lots of days staring in the mirror, like I don't know what to do with it. I just didn't feel like I was supposed to be a redhead. I dyed my hair blonde for seven years of my life, platinum blonde. I didn't really embrace my natural hair, but then you know, as I got older, I learned how to do it, and I learned how to love it. Shea Moisture, holy grail right here. It just gives us all the results that we need. It's kind of that go-to product. I think a good hair day is the best kind of day. I feel like I have conquered the world. I love my hair. I love the volume. I love the curl. I love the texture. I love everything about it. Everything about it. 
Everybody, 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 everybody gets love. It's for everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the commercial it features one light skinned potentially mixed race well she's definitely mixed race of some sort a yes. uh, black woman um and three white women uh with straight hair okay these are not like curly kinky haired white women nope. this is straight ass hair talking about and and the the, the you know there's uh text some of the text in the video says hair hate is real mm-hmm. um and uh it's pretty insane yeah, that's that's when I seen a video. I was just like, "You just like erase black women like that easy?" Yeah, like, yeah. It's like erase, right? Like, so we're talking about gone. yeah, like, yeah. We're bye. talking about hate, hate for hair, hate, which is something that black women. The studies have shown that black women, regardless of the person who is looking at a black woman with natural hair, regardless of whether it's a black person, a white person, um the gender of that person that studies have shown that there is an innate disdain for kinky coily natural black hair we are denied access to things it is anti-blackness it affects our hair. employment it affects our dating it, it affects it is... people in school some exactly. people have had girls have had um like schools like strict mm-hmm. dress codes or whatever yeah, say yeah. that they cannot have their hair that way like, right like so hair hate is something completely different right. for a black woman than it right. is for which some is fucking white woman exactly, who dyed her red exactly. hair exactly which is anti-blackness right so the whole thing stems from white supremacy and anti-blackness yeah. from looking at and and i mean this is hair that black men have as well but it's different because traditionally lots of black men have at least in the u.s have worn short hair or now, cut their hair because they you know they used to permanent hair and try to do the shit and blah, 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 oh, well, blah. you know that. like black men have had things right. with hair true, too true, true, true. they just don't talk about things <laughs> so right. we don't right. hear about it right. like right. you hear right. about white black women discuss true things true um, um yeah so the the whole hair narrative for black women has been overcoming that um disdain for natural black hair yes. right and because there has been such a disdain for natural black hair, learning how to take care of our hair, because we don't have how you grow up and like your parents teach you how to take care of your hair. Our history, our cultural history for a lot of us has been learning how to straighten our hair, learning yes. how to manipulate it to look different yeah, than how it we naturally is. We have to is. go natural. Right. Which yes. in itself shows that we like this. It's a process for us to even get mm-hmm. to know our own hair because we have to. When I went natural, like we have times in our life we remembered when we stopped right. straightening our right. hair. Like like right. this is something bigger than hair hate. Yeah. For me to fucking know that I've oh I've been to have these conversations with black women and it's like, how long have you been natural? Yes. That's the yes. con like yes. that's this uh, that's some deep right. shit there. When the standard right, when the standard and the, that standard is changing, except for in Long Island, I don't know what's going on. I don't in know Long Island, what's yo. going on. It is crazy in Long Island. We went there for a wedding (laughs) once and I'm still scarred by that experience. That was like three or four years ago. It was like like being in the Stepford Wives or some sort of fucking Twilight Zone thing. Nobody was natural. Well, that was maybe like three or four years ago. Maybe. I don't know, girl. Some changes. I don't. I see pictures. (laughs) Okay. Every party, everything that I see. I don't. I never. Nope. I don't know what's I'm going on over there. Right now, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I don't. I don't oh, know. God. 
I don't know. I only go to Long Island now to go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the only else. reason we need to go. Um, there. but anyway, yeah, the natural state of or the the most common thing for Black women to do with their hair was to straighten it. Yes. right. Anything out of outside of that was deviating from it. Our hair was seen to be a revolutionary act. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like kinky, coily hair. It's a it's yes. a revolutionary hair. Thing. Black women hair hair hate is such a deep thing that we have a segment for it on this show. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Like this is like a deep. Yes, this is a deep issue. That's right. This is a deep thing That's for right. black women. For anyone who again, this is a spotted sea episode. But for anyone who's been listening to the show, we yeah. do moment in black hair um during some of our regular episodes yeah. and it's a thing because it, it takes it's it's often discussed we need there a moment sh- we need a fucking moment <laughs> to, yo there's shit about happening it. with yes. hair all, all the, the time. time all the time there are movements um who's my homegirl that i'm obsessed with um michaela angela davis mm-hmm. has hair rules and is doing like there are movements around yeah. black hair yes. because there needs to be movements yes. around yep. black hair um so it's not a bad hair day it's not like a normal like low self-esteem thing that every no. woman goes through and for it's a systematic thing uh, yes yes yeah. and it's, it's white supremacy it's anti-blackness and for shea moisture a black owned brand that black women going natural and who are natural have supported for years and helped build up um for them there wasn't even a 4c black girl in that commercial at to very, talk about at the hair very hate. end when they had the um oh they show a variety they show bla- of pictures of, yeah fine oh yeah yeah stills my thing that includes some four c's was that when it comes to rebranding or whatever there's ways to do it because mm-hmm. even white brands did this when when the natural hair thing or when it became that we need to start making products that target black women right. thing and it like i i thought it was stupid when tan panty made us our own brown bottle but no, they did that i like to be able to find it huh i like to be able to. no find i use it. it when they had it yeah. like now looking back i'm like they dead ass made a brown ass bottle but the way they marketed it to me why was it brown because we black but the way right. that they marketed it to me i didn't even notice that i noticed that you was making something special for me right. is what pantene did mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. they could have did that same kind of shit for them like yeah like yeah. you could have did that you didn't have to make it this all-inclusive they didn't yep. include me nope. and panty did not include me not at all when they did whatever they just had the brown mm-hmm. bottle mm-hmm. said this was for me right. had women that look like me in a commercial mm-hmm. said how that formulated for them with mm-hmm. their relaxed or natural hair this and this and that. like there's ways for you to have done that there's a, pl- a blueprint uh successful yeah. blueprint yeah. as to how you could have did this and for some reason you thought this was the way to do it and it was foolish and white supremacy basically and like that's why for me another reason why i didn't care that much is because we seen we seen this happening like i remember two years ago seeing a random ass ad of a white blonde baby with shea moisture and mm-hmm. it was just like so out of place right it was like, what the fuck is happening and when i saw it when i saw it i remember you mentioning that and i was like well yeah, I remember you was like, they, they use can use the it lotion. too, right? And because it's too, and, I was and like, it wasn't. This is weird. Yeah, yeah, this but it, and it also wasn't to me. It wasn't as um, erasing of black folks using the product. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, but I get. But it's, now that I also it's a slippery right, slope. Also, I think I was probably still bald at that time. So yeah, I probably you, you, wasn't. You never, you, like before, it wasn't as a part of yeah, my like yeah, yeah. everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm a part of this kind of yeah. thing. So I'm like I'm using the products. I'm talking to my homegirls. Which one do you use? Which yeah. one works for you? Da, 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 da. So even when today when I saw the rumblings of it, I googled and I I just found that there was an article written about their foolishness, and then there was a they had like written another article about like their apology discrediting that article. So I didn't even read the another the 
original articles, I was like, oh, these are my people. Shea Moisture is fine. Mm -hmm. They got this. Then I saw this commercial. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I seen that. Then I remember when it, I remember when I found out that um, they were brought out by whoever. Mm Mm-hmm. So it wasn't completely black owned anymore. Mm-hmm. But then I did my research and realized why. It's majority black owned still. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not like, you know, right, whatever, like right. it was before. Mm-hmm. So I did my research and realized why they did what they had to do. This is capitalism. This is business. Okay, I'm not mad at you. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and then they, they also said when they did that, that's when they were going to try to reach other markets. Mm-hmm. Um, because they felt the natural hit community, although that's where they got most of their support, because of their price point that some we started to learn how to make our own products blah blah, mm-hmm. blah whatever i don't know whatever fine um then they remember they had the commercial where they were what seemed like they were going right. in the right direction right, but it's right where they were still thinking of us yeah so that happened so i'm like okay yeah. like they're, we talked about they're, that commercial yeah. that was the um they had a commercial because typically natural hair products were in like a special Just, ethnic section they, yes. they were calling it like mm-hmm. as if every month now we see why you don't ethnicity. want it in that section right now we see right. you know so that's why when so their commercial sorry just for people who don't mm-hmm. know their commercial was just about breaking down the barriers and the walls in the cosmetic aisle and in having these natural hair products for black women included in your standard like beauty aisle oh. instead of being segregated out yes so and we thought that was cool and positive yeah i thought and, that was cool and positive mm-hmm. um you know what you know whatever mm-hmm. so then when this happened i see the moments of this i like it's it makes made sense because they were Mm. this is this was they were planting these seeds they were you know this was what their this is what their plan was regardless of like anything Mm -hmm. and honestly it's like you know what girl buy there's other products i will make a way fuck Mm -hmm. y'all because i'm not gonna fucking beg you to want me like Mm -hmm. for you to erase me to that extent i'm good Mm-mm. i'll find some other right. shit like there's mad threads on twitter um of people introducing other black yeah. owned hair care brands yeah. like you will find something else right fuck you shea moisture it's funny because i was at i went to the uh, zuva pop-up shop mm-hmm. they had this weekend and they normally when i go to these rarely do i stop at like one of the booths where like somebody is selling skincare or hair care like, oh because i just i have my things that i use yeah. already or whatever so i mean it opens like they exist you know what they i'm saying exist. there are black owned there are, like if you go to like festivals like curl fest and blah yes. blah you find yes. afropunk the, has yeah them. At, yep. like you're fine the they're yep. out there yep. we will find them we are good i think we're good i think I'm, we're done yeah that's why i, well, I didn't even bother like right. yelling at them right. i'm good there's products yeah. i'll be fine my hair will stay moisturized it will stay we will not have dry hair. Hashtag dry hair. <laughs> <laughs> I see y'all tried to make that a movement after our last episode. Hashtag black dry hair. So yeah, that's how I feel like girl vibe. Yeah, that's so how wait, I feel about so wait. So, so also to further add to the washness, I think Lovey must have wrote the apology because <laughs> this shit is washed. This is so good at this the dry. This shit is washed as fuck. All right. So they, after everybody goes, the internet goes wild. Shea Moisture finally responds wow okay so guys listen wait 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 they started an apology with wow okay yeah yeah because they're really they're trying to really get back in with us but but it's too late 
Wow. Okay. So guys, listen, we really effed up this. One. We really effed this one up. Please know that our intention was not and would never be to disrespect our community. And as such, we are pulling this piece immediately because it does not represent what we intended to communicate. You guys know that we have always stood for inclusion and beauty and have always fought for our community and give them credit for not just go ahead say it. <laughs> inclusion and beauty. Yeah. Inclusion. Mm-hmm. It mm. gets better, girl. Okay. Um, in beauty and have always fought for our community and give them credit for not just building our business, but for shifting the beauty landscape. So the feedback we are seeing here brings to light a very important point. While this campaign included several different videos showing different ethnicities and hair types to demonstrate the breadth and depth of each individual's hair journey, we must absolutely ensure moving forward that our community is well represented in each one so that the women who have led this movement never feel that their hair journey is minimized in any way. Sorry, I had to look at you. There was more than one ethnicity? Uh, I think that there are other videos. They don't distinguish the kinds of whites. Well, right. That's true. <laughs> like, what that, are you I talking think about? I think they're trying to say that there were a... You could at least had a um a, a woman with a Jufro. Yeah. I think... Like, were, are you serious? Right, right, right. I think they were trying to say that there's a series of videos, that this is just one of a few videos in this This was campaign. their Kylie Jenner. This was their oh, yeah. Pepsi Did commercial. Did you see the memes? Uh, no. There are memes where they inserted Pepsi in this oh, commercial. I actually was, like, doing it's work amazing. today, so... It's amazing. I didn't. So, we are keenly aware of the journey that woc face so that's women of color anyway and our work will continue to serve as the inspiration for work like the perception institute's good hair study implicit association test that suggests that a, mar- a majority of people regardless of race gender hold some bias towards women of color based on their textured or natural hair so you're right we are different and we should know better what's the key problem what's missing here what i don't know they never say black women Cause we don't. It's like they couldn't even say. Shout out to Bad Dominicana who mentioned that when I reposted mm-hmm. when I posted this on Facebook. She was like, "Yo, they could." Let me, I mean, actually read her because mm-hmm. my thing with my thing is the erasure of black women by black people. It's what it's you said before. Insulting. Everybody is trying to be the fucking oppressor. Yeah, that's yeah, what the goal just, is. Yeah, once we like, once we get our made, business you together, business together, you gotta we go model it and after then, the oppressor, yeah, and st- and which like, is totally unnecessary. Like, and and and, and we didn't mm-hmm. plan to talk about this, but I'm tired of this, and I'm tired of this in black business. I'm tired of this in the black community. I'm tired of this in any of the black spaces it, we create it, for ourselves. And stop moving and operating in the ways of white white supremacy, that's like because right. that's not productive. You're not that's helping right. the cause. I don't care if you fucking. Are a black person mm-hmm. selling black shit. If you mm-hmm. move like a fucking That's white right. supremacist, That's I'm not right. fucking with you. That sneaky shit, that corny Don't shit, that that do not this be is, sneaky. It's room. It's room for all of us. Yep. And the fact that you think there's only room for one lets me know that you still fall under that white supremacist mm-hmm. system and think that there can only be one black person. Yep. They're going to be one of us at the top. Yep. They're going to be. You're still falling for and, the fucking and operating. Jig. And I'm fucking tired of yep. that shit. Yep. And this is a this is a key indicator of that. Mm-hmm. That is what the fuck is happening. And operating operating from a pre- a place of scarcity yes you know uh, operating from a place of lack yes operating from a place of of the, the capitalism there can only be one yes only the somebody only. has to be on the yes. bottom yes and it's it's like no mm-hmm. you're not throwing yep. the system if you're yep. still operating yep. like the system i don't care what fucking color you yep. are and i've been experiencing that myself yeah but what we do and whatever and like women's victims it's, it's like getting, no it's getting, getting very tired. strange it's getting, getting very tired strange. it's like strange. Yep, yep i don't fucking yep. like it and We're, i i didn't yes. plan to talk about this shit but yeah. this shit is fucking no, i feel you me. i feel like, you i feel you 
I feel crazy. you. I feel you. And I feel like that when you we are it's not just that we are black folks doing business right especially like for us in particular um and for a lot of the other black owned businesses that we know is that we are establishing and creating a new lane outside of the white supremacist patriarchal capitalist structure right and you cannot break that shit down by behaving in the same toxic manner in which the white supremacist capitalistic patriarchal system functions and works yeah so, so it's, it's kind yeah of like, i co-sign that yeah that me is and actually, jay have these conversations all the time because right. we're figuring out how we're going to move in right, business and right. so like we get emails from other black people or mm-hmm. black people in media mm-hmm. or black women in media right. and they ask us questions and we are okay with answering them shits right. because we know what we are trying to right, do it's not right, on right. some like sneaky shit like yeah. i remember i randomly text jay one day we were on the same page but i randomly yeah. text jay one day and was like yo i want you to know that i'm okay to, to let other mm-hmm. women black women in podcasting know our yep. rates so that we if we all know each other's rates and how right. we charge or whatever then we can raise the rates together right. except for one of y'all don't ever text me <laughs> don't email us don't ask us because we don't really fuck with you in particular i don't know if you know who you are but if you read between the lines you might so right. if you think it's you don't fucking email us don't yeah. ask us shit but, but anyway generally but speaking we yeah, fuck with black we fuck women with, we don't so care who you are it is so. important it is important it is so important that we are working together collectively right, right. because there's a reason why um I learned this listening to this other podcast, but it was mostly talking about wage equality and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of white feminacy, this podcast I listen to, but I just be taking shit and remixing it yeah. for myself. But if they were talking, of course, about white women, but mm-hmm. if they talked more about their rage, wages and salaries and blah, blah, right. blah, and this and this and that, if, if it was more known, mm-hmm. then we could collectively say, hey, where, how come she's going to pay this? And he, you know, if we talked about these things, right then we together can collectively right, like right, right. you know require more mm-hmm. so like for us as black people as black creatives mm-hmm. as black whatever mm-hmm. we need to be doing that shit right right if you try to like be sneaky not even don't s- fucking be sneaky yo. <laughs> we're, we're stuck on that word because some sneaky shit happened to us the other day and uh, we're fucking befuddled and complex <laughs> I'm, I'm perplexed about this shit I, i'm i think i might have to bring it up at some point because i don't know if i can work like this honestly um I but I'm i don't okay. know like, I i'm good know. with that but okay um yeah like let's 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 just not do that yeah. like let's if we're saying we're really trying to be free of that let's mm-hmm. like really like be free of that mm-hmm. and maybe you're correct maybe we should say something but we should be correcting that in each other right because maybe they don't know that that's honestly maybe they don't know that that's what i think um you know that type of thing but right. yeah I didn't mean to talk about that. I but know, that shit but the way you're getting, the way out. that you came came out with that, and as emotional as you got, has mm-hmm. been. I've been at home like, what the <laughs> fuck, yo? I ain't signed up for this shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you were just like done with it, but yes, thank you. I'm for... going through waves, right? I go through waves. Yeah. Even my friend, I put something on Facebook. Uh-huh. He hit me up like, "What's happening?" I'm like, "Oh, that happened." I'm right, mad. He was right. like, "But it seems like I did I a like... whole fucking Twitter thread about it." I'm oh, like, "Yo, this is not. This don't even feel right." Because yeah, I don't feel like it was okay. intentional. I just feel like that person doesn't know how to move, yeah, and I can't. Don't... I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Okay. At some good. point, I might. I. I I don't know, okay. but, but anyway. Yes. So um, yeah. Oh, that's what, that's to... how that's how they're moving. Right. With yes. in that system, you right, can't. Right, you can't. Right. And if you want to be in that system, be fine. But stay over there. I don't want stay over there with that. that shit. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. We have to. You can. You can succeed 
without doing it the way the oppressor did it. Yeah. You, we're not here to recreate that model. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to operate you're just becoming another that. oppressor and that's, that's right. not, freedom. That's not freedom. I just want to be free. I don't want to oppress nobody. Yeah. I just want to be free. Yeah. There's a difference. And gentrifying like black women's hair struggle that's oppressive <laughs> that is, erasing black women because it's hilarious because <laughs> who would think I don't know. who would have thunk of all the brands yo yo fucking um what's the who's, who's, who's what's the queen's name the honorable solange knowles okay uh-huh. she damn almost said shea moisture like when she's talking about <laughs> black hair and this is ours and you can't have it we all know shea moisture is in the mix in this mm-hmm. conversation you know what I, how dare they anyway <sighs> yeah, um bad so. dominicana said they refused to say our name they wouldn't even say black women talking about women, women of, of color. color like bitch you know this is specifically black you know what i'm saying yeah. like this is black this is what the fuck are you talking about wouldn't even wouldn't even say we hate to diminish black women well, you know what shea moisture we're diminishing you we're don't touch you. my hair don't touch don't touch my hair <laughs> don't touch, don't my touch hair. it don't touch it but i have in my house i'll finish mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll find other shit like yeah. i don't even I yeah don't know. I'll find other yeah things. it was too much and i said this it was too much affirming the quote-unquote good they've been doing in the apology and not enough we're so sorry for undermining black women yo just fucking say sorry yo just say sorry anyway yeah so what else is happening on brand of bad business oh man (laughs) so i actually um came across this this is why i love twitter Mm -hmm. because twitter just be calling people out on this shit Mm -hmm. and i like that we have this space this online space i broke the studio all right well, speaking of the studio, so, we're at Bonfire Radio. Why don't you know? Why don't y'all try and we we fix that? Um, you can listen to us on Bonfire Radio on Wednesdays. So our show always drops on Tuesdays on iTunes as usual. We drop it every Tuesday, and then on Wednesday you can listen to the show in the Bonfire Radio rotation at bonfireradio.com. So it's a lot of other special and awesome programming. Um, we do a lot to make things happen here, like fix mics and work all kinds of other mystical magic um yeah yo so fuck with bonfire radio you can have all types of tk and am is on bonfire radio brunch and budget which is dope is on bonfire radio i was about to ask you a question but you have no mic um (laughs) brunch and budgets pam and dialect are writing um articles on uh all type of like financial stuff on miss vixen's <laughs> we can edit the things stuff. no this. i thought this was important oh it I, is it is yeah it is, it is, i thought it's it important right, right. yeah it wasn't i'm not making up shit i know this you're is, not but yeah. it's like you're going and no, going no 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 i think it's important i think it's but no what are they doing on miss vixen Just oh okay quick. so on miss vixen magazine brunch and budget pam and dialect mm-hmm. they have a segment on their show that i love called poor tax yeah that they show you in ways that which you are being taxed um not officially taxed mm-hmm. but where because you are poor because you have less that you are actually being charged more right. or those types of things mm-hmm. so they do their poor tax segment also on these vixen mm-hmm. the last one they had was about how buying a car is actually pretty um um harder on people who are in poverty right. so you might actually need a car but it's like it's it's like a poor tax mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I don't know what the next one is going to be, but actually I do. But you have to read the magazine. Okay. To, um, okay. To, oops. To, I'm just destructive. Yeah. Okay. That's so. what's up. We're gonna include that in the show notes. Um, 
the uh the last article they uh-huh. did sure. um so you can thank you can y'all thank y'all that. this was actually really good they got a really good response um, yeah so so the twitterverse thank you conscious for fixing the microphone yeah we're back I in the game make sure i said that back in the game. um yes so i'm on twitter okay i follow a lot of visual artists on instagram because mm-hmm. i like art and sometimes I don't want to go to a museum, so mm-hmm. I have a space to still mm-hmm. have art on my phone and just like whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I just, I, I like art and I like to see people create, especially black women, like it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a part of my joy. Okay. So um, there is a person on Instagram that I follow. Her name is Thick East African Chick. Mm-hmm. And she has amazing work where she basically uses black women who in pop. So it would be Rihanna, it would be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, it's Michelle Obama. And she kind of, I wouldn't want to say just Egyptifies you, but like East, East Africanifies you. Right. If yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, makes- but it'll be like a picture that you know. So it'll be like, like she did the, there's a cover with Naomi Campbell, Rihanna, and, um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. what's the other model's name? Iman. Iman, yep. And she redid, she redid that photo. Mm-hmm. So it's a photo you know, but yeah. she will. She redid the last, uh, Destiny's Child album. Yeah, cover. like she does yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I enjoy her shit. Fucks with her. Beautiful. I'm always pressing mm-hmm. like. And they always, and they always look like regal and shit. Yes, they're regal beautiful. as fuck. Even Alicia Keys, silly self, made her look regal. I actually double tapped that one. I did. Right? You liked and it. You know I don't like her. Right? Um, so yes. So East African chick. Her name is actually Galila Leah Mesfin. That's her um government name, mm-hmm. as we say in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was in an artist slash developer by the name of Chris Devins stole her fucking work and decided he stole her work and put it on the he made a mural, a mural of her work in the south side of Chicago on like a uh-huh. building. My face is hard. Like I look horrified by the yes. way. Yes. But okay, go so on. So I'm going to explain how this yeah, happened. Yeah. So he has this project or something going on where he goes to different inner city neighborhoods. Right. The and inner, city, inner city. Inner city. <laughs> as our homie. <laughs> uh, as our homie Dan Tress Omi would say. What's his What's his name right now on, on uh, Twitter? I think that's his name, no? Okay, I think so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. So I think his brother on me sometimes. But oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So he does that. He like has black art or yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. So what this is a white t- man. You said this already, right? Well. Oh wait a minute! No, he oh, is God. white, but oh, I'll, I'll, oh. I'll, wait. This is twist. There's more. <laughs> so. Um, Chris Devins, he the way he introduced this mural to this community mm-hmm. or um was by saying that he was gonna create a mural of Michelle Obama because the wall that this is painted on is not far from where she grew up. Okay. So that was why it would be there. Right. Um he did a GoFundMe. He showed a picture as to what the mural would be. It was not what Okay, so he does that. Okay. Get does a GoFundMe. Said he needs nine thousand dollars. He actually makes eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty-five dollars for okay. the project. The mural goes up, and the mural is the exact replica of what the East Thick African chick created when she remade Michelle wow. Obama's picture. Like he wow. s- completely stole her shit. Completely stole her shit. Up? She's yeah. Oh she's not God. credited on it. Nothing. Completely stole her shit. Um, 
black internet because we more than just twitter so black mm-hmm. internet mm-hmm. noticed the article and squad D- mm-hmm. dna info which is a paper um online paper um central to chicago or whatever mm-hmm. so they they wrote an article like saying how great this piece is right. that chris De- devins did and he created this great piece for this Whoa. community and blah blah blah, blah and all that wow. stuff what a piece of shit yes yo. black internet sees this blows up her dms mm-hmm. And she releases a statement um, basically saying that this is stolen. This is my work, you know, whatever. If you go to her Instagram, there is, because it's, uh, it's a graphic design. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot of graphic designers do this. They kind of show you the process, too. They have, like, right. an Instagram video showing you the process of. Mm-hmm. She actually has her making mm-hmm. that exact right. thing, like, months and months ago. Then you mm-hmm. see the finished project months and months before he even yeah. introduced it. So it's, like, obvious he stole it. So now Black Twitter is getting on him on mm-hmm. on the internet mm-hmm. so that's what we do my brow is furled bt dub because <laughs> i just can't you don't be just stealing our shit i can't with so this. i seen um i seen feminista jones i think i seen the bad dominicana mm-hmm. i seen a lot of black women who were just like nah this They're is like, not nah, we're gonna blow this shit up gone too far we're gonna blow this shit up so I see that. So I seen that, and I'm like, mm, I'm gonna talk about this because no, because I already, yeah. I've already established a relationship with this woman. Right, like I right. love her stuff. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be first. You don't fuck with black women. Mm-hmm. Now this is a black woman that I like fucks with. Mm-hmm. She don't know me, but no, right. this is what she's not yeah, gonna yeah, do. Yeah, she's family. So I already, yeah, she's family. Mm-hmm. So I already was like, I knew I was gonna talk about this and um, bring her on the podcast mm-hmm. and like maybe even tell people to harass her more because look, this is right. not what you do. Right. Um, so where's she from? She's in New York um no she's not in new york okay but um i didn't look into like okay. where she was from cool. so she so that happened mm-hmm. so people are like letting it be known that he stole this work he didn't credit her mm-hmm. you know whatever um somebody said to him like can you at least stop calling her um thick east african chick like can you at least find out her fucking name wow. well why was what was he saying about her though because he was like first okay so first this is what's his explanation I do a lot of works that are replicas or borrowed. Um, if you look here, he showed somewhere. I can't remember what city it was. Mm-hmm. Um, or he has like, and it's a photo I've seen before. It's like those, I think it's black black young boys like leaning on a car like in like the 1950s yeah. or something. It's okay. a black and white photo. Yeah, no, I know that yeah, one. You, yeah, like these are ones that I've seen. But, but it's like. That one is like a thousand years old. A that's thousand picture, years old. But it made me think, like, how many times am I, anybody stole this motherfucker's picture? What a piece of like, trash. Like, it's, you know, yeah. like, our stuff is so stolen that it's just okay to just steal right. it. I don't even know who who's, whose picture is that. Me neither, yo. Whose picture is that? Yeah. Um. So he uses that as as, as an explanation. Mm-hmm. He shows other pictures that I've seen in my life, like, sim- like same, like, time period type of photographs right. that he used to replicate these morals or whatever. But, like, not the same unacceptable still yes not, not the, same, the same though you would like this is like ugh, whatever she's right there on the internet, on the internet. yo oh you right there the same way that people dm'd her to let her know what was going yes, on yes. it's the same way you could have dm'd her yes. to ask her if you could use her stuff yes. oh, pay, and pay this black woman yes. her money so yes. Yes. um so finally yeah, so that happens he's seeing all of this stuff showing mm-hmm. like i do this i do that this is for the communities mm-hmm. he's actually a teacher he's talking about i'm, I'm trying to trying to teach the communities of first of all First of all, first of all, first of all, I'm f- I'm from those communities. Mm-hmm. 
and I still had access to art. Don't act right. like your fucking mur- mural right. will be these only people's fucking yes. access to yes. fucking Stop art. Stop acting like we shit. don't teach art to our own people. Like we don't. What? It's always somebody doing something within the community. It's always, always. a motherfucker. You know we teach many, each other you know to do many, stuff. But like, you know how many murals? Are, you know how many murals are in the hood? Yeah. You know how many murals? Are in the hood? We originated the mural. <laughs> you know the mural started with us. Like what? Yeah, what? So so yeah. that annoys me because you think you're like doing this great thing, being mm-hmm. a great white hope right. by bringing art to the inner cities right. or whatever. Right. right, whatever. Um. So someone brings his uh, brings his attention. Like you still haven't even taken the time to learn this woman's right. name. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I can't remember who that person was on Twitter, but libations to you. Because yes, you haven't even taken the time to follow this person's name. Mm-hmm. So he finally finds out her name and he goes, um, thank you too. And he says, you know, Galayla, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sloppy how we handle this, but thank you for inspiring us. Like just some like whack oh, ass. Yes. Huh? Thanks. Yes. So no, you pay black women, you yes. asshole. So this, I know I noticed this stuff on Friday, mm-hmm. Friday night, the concert, Saturday, I spent the day with yeah. you, blah, blah, blah. So I wasn't, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I wake up, um, I didn't break my rule. I like did stuff first. Then hey. I got on Twitter. Yeah. Um, go on Twitter and this motherfucker tweets a picture of what looks like a really old picture of a black woman, like a black and white picture of a black woman. And he goes to the black feminist. This is my black mother. Oh, that makes it all better because all you got to do when you're talking to black feminists is say that you black too because we don't ever drag other black people. That'll make it all better. Like we're not used to being abused by the black folks. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, like, okay. okay. Oh, his mom's black. Oh. So it's okay to steal someone's sure. work all this time? Okay. Come on, son. He's So since, why don't you know better? Because he, he doesn't Where you care. been? And it's like, y'all need, it's just, the game has changed. Mm. Like, you're not going to fucking steal our work like we, uh, y'all used to. Do it, steal yo. our fucking albums you're like y'all used to back it. in the day and give it. the shits to Elvis like you used to you're do. This do is a new it. day. It's not what's going to fucking happen. Listen, we will show you the receipts. That's right. We're online. We're unified. We're talking to each other. And guess what? We got white friends. <laughs> and they're not having it either. Okay? <laughs> we got friends of all ethnicities. We're not having it, you know, yo. I just, I just, it's, it's the exact the same maybe i'll put a link to the instagram picture so like yeah. they can like click it and it come right, up right right um it's the exact picture mm-hmm. i've seen when i seen it on the wall mm-hmm. i'm like because i had already seen the picture because she did this months ago yeah. i've been following this girl on instagram for a really long time yeah. this months ago mm-hmm. when i seen it i was like what the fuck wow you didn't even like change one color you're gone too far <laughs> yeah. it's just like ridiculous so um i was looking on her page to see if she had a website or something so we can figure out i feel like she should just be, she be get, like she needs some money yeah um but i couldn't find that but i'll give you her um i don't feel comfortable well she has her instagram listed on her i mean not her instagram she has her email address on her mm. i'm gonna just give you her instagram and um i don't want to get is a there a cash me or anything in Mm-mm. her twitter nope okay so her instagram is thick underscore east underscore african underscore girl mm-hmm. so um yeah go to her page um and you can click email and um you can ask her you know if you want to donate or something i feel like i will because that's a part of my goal anyway to donate or or um fucking volunteer at least once a month i didn't do anything for april so much over um actually i did but i could do something twice but um mm-hmm. yeah i just it just made me feel it just gave me this really bad feeling got the ickies. yeah like nah don't be fucking with my friends mm-hmm. 
that's uh-huh. how I feel. So I just I wanted to that. talk about it on the show. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Um, that's fucked up. Speaking of money, uh, one of our friends, one of our listeners, uh, Spoten Words. That's his Twitter handle. Um, S P O T E N T Words. Um, one of his very close friends is battling um leukemia. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. I just wanted to look more in the script, the description. But yeah, but he's been dealing with paralysis and different things, um, and going through chemotherapy and stuff like that. So, uh, we know expenses for this kind of thing, um, can be a lot. And so we just want to help. We'll leave that link in the show notes. And mm-hmm. um, you know, for anybody interested in. So thank you, Spoten, for sharing that with us. So I think we did a show. I think we did a show too, yo. Yeah a doozy i got i got angry i got angry too <laughs> i got angry too yeah. um this was fun yeah it was because i'm not like doing this We've been doing it for three years so obviously I'm <laughs> <doing it>. um, <laughs> yeah. be sure to check out our facebook and our tumblr you can search tea with queen and jay on both of those services mm-hmm. find us follow us like us um you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That's at T with QJ. Yep. We also have an email address. We love getting T mail. Mm-hmm. Um, that is T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We also have a website, T with Queen and J.com. And on that website, you can donate to our PayPal or join our Patreon. Um, either way is dope. Either way, we appreciate it. That's right. Please, please, please make sure to rate us. Um, Rate us on iTunes, Google Play, like all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another way that you're helping us, that you are donating to this podcast. The more that you are um, doing those things, the higher the algorithm and the more black people, the more people, the more women, the more whoever needs what we are giving can find us yep. um, and be in a happy place. Black joy, yo. Work. Get you some. Give yes. you some. It's important. Yes. Um, say her name. Yeah, say her name. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. What Disability else? to white. Disability to white. Stop killing trans women. Yes. Um. Stop our operating in white supremacy. That's right. Do not try to be the next oppressor. Do not, yo. Nobody wins. Don't be stealing our Everybody art. Everybody dies. Don't be stealing our art. Pay black women. Pay black women. Give black women your money. Listen to black women pay black women yes love black women for real like like, like actually like love actually them like love that's us. an action word don't yo. like yeah like don't like all that goddess shit that's not what we're talking about not the goddess shit not the polite shit like actually love us and care about yes. our well-being that's a verb shit, yo. It's a verb right yeah, yeah it's a verb yeah yeah so like just general ass love like not in love just general ass like be yes. a decent fucking motherfucker yo yes. all right Yes. I don't want to get weird about this. <laughs> <laughs> Good day, y'all. Love Bye. Y'all. Thank you. Good morning, y'all. This thing had just sat down in my spirit this morning. Uh, the psalmist says, I pull up to the club VIP, gas tank on E, but all drinks on me. Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know where your next was coming from? And yes, you may have pulled up to the club, and yes, it may have looked as if you were VIP, but only you and the valet knew that your gas tank was really on E. My God, but you trusted him, you trusted God, and by the end of the day, not only did he provide for you, 
but he also allowed you to be a blessing to those around you. All drinks on me. My God, today, there's an anointing on your life to bless others. And yes, there's oil there. And we will wipe you down.